Welcome to Degenesis. Amen. <laughs> the podcast is amen. <laughs> Would you please like yeah. to kick us off with last week's, or no, I should say the week before's Yeah, episode. two weeks ago. Wait, with we can't extract. reveal the magic behind the curtain, Ben. We, rec- we record on time every week. Without fail. I am fucking Oz, Alistair, <laughs> and I shall throw back whatever curtain I so choose. <laughs> I am fucking Oz is a great it's a great quote. Um right. <laughs> Last time on the Genesis, um the party explore the city. Um Vasco notices that as he's walking around, uh, a much quieter, um, stagnant place that uh Quite a few buildings have been targeted, which is inconsistent with the rampant destruction of Chernobog's marauders, implying some foul play has occurred. Um, and it seems like uh, much of the Jahamadan quarters um, is less damaged. Um, Yarov explores the basement of the church where um, he met M, and underneath the stone altar is a piece of paper which says, I am no longer within the city limit. I will be above. Um, Catalina attempts to find Councillor Judith, but um, the inhabitants say that she's not been seen for some time. No one knows where she is. Um, Tormek, in his workshop, is visited by Yadranka, um, who tells him that everyone essentially needs to pay her rent, so she can pay it to um, the leaders of the city. Um, Tormek um, decides not to jack up his own prices to cover the rent. Um, and in order to, and in a conversation with Vasco, realizes if he wants to help uh, the poorest people, he'll have to charge some people more. Um, Vasco has a conversation with Yadranka, and he demands that she reveal her contacts. Um, she insinuates that uh, one day she will hand all the work she's done back to Vasco, who laid, who laid some foundation for her, um, and in the meantime, essentially sent a little mission to uh, make sure the leader of the Rolnik clan, um, who's about to be elected, um, will be the right person for the party um, to help the in and out. Um, in other words, can we help influence an election to our advantage? Um, so we go, go about investigating exactly what's going on in this election. Um, the Rolnik clan being the farmers and labourers. There's about a thousand in Dresden. There are three candidates. Uh, Bavik, uh, the Vorjak continuation candidate, um, who wants to turn the Rolnik clan into the industrial force they have the potential to be. Um, Leto, um, the fascist one, uh, wants uh, in favour of a strong Dresden to prevent any more attacks. And um, a Gilish, um, a, a, a status quo candidate um, in favour of incremental change, though a fan of Evie and Lucia, and uh, perhaps maybe one day, by uh, considering both sides, uh, they might return to what the city once was. Um, after this, however, someone knocks at the door. There is a Mr. Cerberus um, who says that their employer wants to speak to us. Dun dun dun! Mm-hmm. So. You, as so often happens at the beginning of these little tales, find all of yourselves in the bar drinking area of the In-N-Out with a stranger 
standing, knocking at your door. Mm. A small man, dressed smartly in a well-fitting suit, um, waits patiently in the uh, within the mantle. I, I want a word with the waiter. I want a word with the writer of this. It seems like they're leaning back on the same old tropes, you know. <laughs> Turns out, Alistair, life is full of the same old tropes. That's true, yeah. I, I'm still getting over the name Mr. Cerberus. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Was that a random name generator then, or did you decide on that? He had to have decided no, that, on that. That's that, that not that a was... random name generator. I refuse to yeah, believe no. that. That that was uh, Ben realising he hadn't thought of a name for this guy as he described the character name. <laughs> um, okay, alright. So, the stranger is there. Um, yeah, I was going to ask... Uh, and who is your employer, if I may ask? He's going to stare up at you and say, smiling faintly, I think you know who my employer is. Well, it isn't going to be anybody good, is it? If they were a saint, you wouldn't start the conversation with my employer. <laughs> my employer? Mephistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> Even saints employ mere sinners to do God's work. Ugh, I roll my eyes. <laughs> Audibly, there's a grating as they roll. <laughs> yeah, Catalina hasn't yet cleaned out the uh, the gunk from her eyes in the morning. I I shot my drink in <laughs> in amusement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and are they willing? Uh, do they wish to see us now? Uh, you appear to be under a misapprehension. I am representing my employer. Mm. Uh, he rarely speaks to people in person these days. Okay, then. Do they want to know something? Is this an interview? Uh, if it were, it would not be conducted in the doorway. Alright, I suppose I should be cordial and invite you in, if I do so. Thank you, Mr. Yarov. And they walk through the doorway, a little fussily, um, and sit down without being invited at one of the tables. What are they wearing, the Ben? Tables. Are they wearing clothing that would quite nicely conceal any weaponry? Or is there indeed a strangely rifle-like bulge in their jacket? <laughs> Wouldn't you yes, like to Yes, it looks to, to be an ARG. Um, no. Okay. There's a... It, they're wearing quite a, a smart... Not a suit as in it, like, like a business suit, like we'd think today, but think sort of like Blade Runner, slightly futuristic, um, well-cut okay. suit. But when um, he turns to pull out a chair, there's not, like, um, a sword very obviously pressing against the fabric of his back or anything. <laughs> uh, tell you what, make me a perception and a cunning role. He's Bruce Willisinger sure. in Die Hard. Yes, um, let me just sit down very rigidly at this chair. Um, yep, I, he can't bend his right leg because of the rifle down the uh, inside holster. Uh, perception is there, and cunning is there. Oh, no. Don't, Ben, don't look at the Ooh, latest one. Fucking roll. hell. Don't, don't mouse over that, okay? <laughs> that is truly terrible. That has to be the worst roll anyone has ever done. Thank, thanks, Thank you. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, I'm here all evening. <laughs> Your cat like eyes, Catalina, can discern nothing dangerous whatsoever on his person. Okay, excellent. And he isn't like a big, like, bruiser-looking chap, right? So, yeah, there's nothing to fear from this guy. Yeah, no, very slim, very proper. Classic mafia type. Ha. Can I get something for you? 
a drink, perhaps, or something harder? <laughs> something, something more solid. <laughs> something with more density. Why does Kenneth Williams come up so much? In <laughs> what, what, what's Ooh, is that Williams a rifle in your pocket? Are you just pleased to see me? Oof. Just scroll Kenneth... back slightly in the Degenesis. Um, uh, yeah, I know. Oh, it's that, it's that, that gift, Alistair. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you perhaps have any coffee? Uh, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Oh, do, we, do we have coffee yet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I have some in my personal stash, but um, I didn't think that was for general consumption. Yes, fair enough. Um, well, what about tea? Will that be okay? A tea will do. How do we have any tea? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... Nice. Do. We could make him a Blackadder Goes Forth coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some leaves in some hot water. That'll do. As much as I appreciate your attempt at hospitality, I fear I must get down to business. My employer is very interested in some of the artifacts that you have acquired. Specifically, those two bracelets you currently wear. Okay. What, you mean the ones we entirely forgot about? Those ones? That's true. Um, they're already owed to another buyer. You'll have to go and speak to them. My employer is not a patient person. They would rather deal directly with the current owners. The current arrangement for me, Alistair, to remind myself, is with Iridium, right? Yes. Okay, we're going to give them. Do we owe it in the future in in case he gives us information, or do we... Yeah, he was going to give us a piece of information which was, I believe, something to do with the location of... um, Yeah. What's your meteor? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. so that will potentially... So Yawav knows that that will potentially... Selling it to them, selling it to Mr. Cerberus and his employer will potentially endanger that. The current buyer we have lined up for them was good enough to meet us in person. Do you not find it most rude that your employer, who clearly wants these devices, doesn't even deign to show his face to us? That is most rude. In matters such as this, a personal connection is very important. Believe me, it is in your best interest that he is not here in person. However, to make up for this perceived slight, I am authorised to offer up to 150,000 drafts for the items in question. Holy shit. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Give me a moment while I go and check the uh, inventory. What I can say in response to that is this. <laughs> Yao throws away his, his judge hat and cloak. Vibrating. He like, throws oh, away oh, his Kodak. Oh. He's like, I'm in, baby. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> Either he's like, how are we going to get him off? And then I pull out. Uh, oh, no, I don't have an axe anymore. <laughs> how will we get him off his hands? You don't need your hands, do you, Vasco? <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, okay. Why? Yeah, but we know... We know in a role-playing game the, never, the DM never just gives you 
that yeah, much money. I'm, I'm reminded of the bit in Freakonomics where it's like, if, if you know, if a prostitute was offered a thousand pounds to do something, they won't. If they're offered a million pounds, they definitely won't, um, because it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and perhaps there is some part of Vasco that feels that. Um, uh, what was I going to? What other thing was I going to say? With that amount of money, your employer could buy all of Dresden. How does one come by that many drafts? As you may have already surmised, my employer is a man of uh, great resource, and certainly this sum is not beyond his means. I will also add that monetary gain is not something that concerns him in the long run. What, um, I, I think I've looked up at the man now that he's said this amount of money. Um, what, what ethnicity is he? Is he African or Caucasian? He's Caucasian, but uh, not of a specific uh, uh, Or rather, what caste is he? Not caste, you know what I mean? The, like, you know, Scrapper versus uh, Fania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so he, he, he's of no specific um, clan. He has a very, very faint Borkan accent, but... Yeah, he's he's nothing specific that you can make out. Okay. I, yeah, I just assumed that this was a, yeah. an emissary from one of the ultra-rich um, Neolibians, but maybe not. Well, mm. maybe still. I would like to do a phrenology. What's the what's the is it phrenology? What the <laughs> phrenology <laughs> roll? Yeah. Out comes the let's, caliber. Let's change it to make him more agreeable. With that <laughs> Where's my riding? <laughs> Where's Zorgo? What do you actually want to do? <laughs> I presume it's not that. No, I'm not going to do a phrenology roll on someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Now it seems if you, if you know about If you know about our existing deal, then you might know why we made our existing deal. Indeed. We just don't... It's not just for the drafts. At least for some of us. And I appreciate your conviction... But my employer wishes to remind you that the item you sought was within the realm of Iridium for quite some time without his knowledge. It would probably be unwise to trust him to be able to find it again when it was so close within his grasp. But instead I should rely on someone I do not know? Rely on someone to give you the means to find them on your own. Hmm, that's kind of a good point, right? Uh, Yarrow is mulling this. For this much money, Yarrow, we can buy you a new Mitya. Em, put on this hat. Wear this wig. Now, it strikes me that when you offer that much money, come to us in person and speak in such a way that this is not an offer that we can realistically say no to and never see you again, or have your employer trouble us. Please do not take it personally if I say I hope I never have to meet any of you again. But my employer is not a forgiving man. We have already tried to take it from you once before, unsuccessfully, which does you credit. But I think this is not a task you will accomplish easily. Twice. And what the... Those men on the train who attacked us, that was your doing? It was an opening move from my employer. 
So you try to have us killed and now come and speak to us in a very normal fashion. And this is supposed to encourage us to trust you? If you've already tried to kill us once, why not do it as soon as we hand over the bracelet instead of handing us the money? Because when my employer receives the bracelets, he will have no further quarrel with you. You are not worth the effort of trying to kill, as you have already successfully proven once. And yet you chose violence first. And do you realize how many innocent people died because of uh, the knock-on effect of what those men did? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely their fault. It's definitely their fault, guys. It wasn't us. It wasn't our fault for having a bomb I mean, on the train. It was them. It was definitely them. Speaking factually, the, the, the first right. injections they gave us weren't even lethal. So like... <laughs> no, but hey, the, the guy the guy who chose to use a satchel, which he had no idea had a bomb in it, I'm blaming him. Definitely his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Tomic's in a very vulnerable place right now regarding guilt, so... <laughs> uh, ben, is it unreasonable for us to surmise that it was Spitalians we fought? Because heavily built, bald men with a taste for using... You know, syringes, like syringes loaded with chemicals. What are you, what are you, what are you saying about that community? There's nothing. Is, I feel like it isn't. <laughs> Bit of chemicals. We, we know that um, from what Yarov has said that he has a problem with battalions, and um, it's expected that they're the ones that uh, I think abducted Mitch. I can't quite remember. Um, is it? Uh, I'm not going to bring it up in this scene. I just this is just a question for you. Is it? unreasonable for us to make that connection because mm. from like an a, like a me josh position it seems fine but i don't know if it would be that obvious to characters i don't know because you know the the, the spitalians have a pretty decent repute right for being you know uh you know it sort of you know i guess to the man on the street incorruptible and you know fighting the good fight yeah no i think these people almost certainly at least once spitalians and you already know that um Ulyanov uh, is a disgraced Spitalian um, preservatist who took uh, a lot of his men and women with him when he left. So I think it would it would be very reasonable for, for one of you to surmise that they were who came after you in this attack. The entire time this small man has been sitting there quite calmly, um, waiting for some sort of official response, as it were. Mm. Um, we are... Gobsmacked. That's a lot of money. That's the thing. Um, what was it? One hundred and fifty thousand to Afterinos, which could. I mean, we can. Could we offer Iridium money with, uh, for information, even after we even renegotiate our deal? Let us. I think to a person like him, <coughs> objects are more valuable than That's money. True. Yeah, he can literally print yeah, things like this. <laughs> yeah. Ir Iridium go burr. Yeah. yeah, he can yeah. he can probably replenish his own draft printer credit. That that son mm. of a bitch. Yeah, it might take him a while to print them out in fifty dollar bills, but he can do it. Mm. Uh, please allow uh, Pal here to take care of you while we discuss this. That's only reasonable, don't you think? Thank you, but uh, this uh, tea which he pushes in front of him, the pallet placed before him. Um, has quite the safety to me. You will have time to consider this. I understand that the elections for a new council member may be taking up some of your uh, concentration at the moment. 
You will have until the morning of the results to give me your answer. Unless you have one now. No? No, we, we, do, do, we not. do not. No. I shall be waiting in Sinners Square the morning of the results. As soon as noon hits, I will assume you have rejected our offer, and we will be forced to consider other rules. Now, I thank you for your time, and do hope you come to the right decision. He stands, bows, and walks out of the door. What the fuck? Right, so we have been threatened with violence. Excellent. Vasco, <laughs> can you even take those things off? Oh, I'm sure we can. It's just what happens to Vasco when we succeed. <laughs> that that was the implication. Can he take can he take it off without well dying, suffering a great amount at least? <laughs> I I I I scrunch my face up because I I mean Rowan's thinking Tom I could know better, but Rowan's thinking there's a fair chance that might not work. Um, <laughs> um, I, Vasco is actually not that concerned about that. Oh, okay. Um, at this point. <laughs> Um, what? Because even if you die, you'll be a rich court. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, because uh, now he's in a crossfire of two powerful beings. Um, so I, I will. So what if? Sorry. <clears throat> I was just going to say, it, it will as your mind races through the possibilities, it, it you <clears throat> do remember that Iridium seemed interested in the bracelets but only after he saw them, and only it seemed as some sort of bargaining chip. You know, he, he wanted them, but not to the extent where he, he solely wanted them. You know, he would have taken any um, <clears throat> artefacts or valuable from you for the information about Beach's whereabouts, mm. as opposed to this individual and his employer who appear to be only interested in mm. the bracelet. But the, well, the implication there is that we could potentially satiate Iridium's desire by providing some other kind of um, tech-equivalent item, artifact, um, which is not an impossible task, I think. Maybe? Well, what what tech level are they? It's, it's difficult, perhaps, possible but... in theory, but we don't have anything else, do we? What, what, what tech level are these? Uh, is the bracelet? He's a six, Top, I think. I think. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, they're old, proper uh, old-world tech. Yeah. Mm. Now, the guy said, oh, I think you know who my employer is. Is it reasonable for our characters to... I mean, he's, he's named after well. the three-headed dog. I know, but that's no, like... We, we immediately figured that oh, out at the, the end of last session, <laughs> oh, I think. Yeah. So, we forgot try, it now, but we remembered it then. Triglaw <laughs> is after us. They, they know everything that's happened. They know everything about us. We can assume. We should assume, at least. So, now I'm thinking, like, the, the, power, the really powerful dude wants to spend a lot of money to get these things. What's he going to do with them? Probably something bad. Yeah, and, and all we know about Triglor is that he's the one behind... Oh no, that's Chernobyl. What do we know about Triglor? He... Triglor is in, in, inherently very mysterious, yeah. right? No one knows where he is, what he's doing. Hmm. Unless we know anything specific about what he wants, which I'm not sure we do. No, that's what Mitya and Andre were trying to figure out. Yeah. They, they knew he was involved somehow, and they were obviously concerned by that, but don't know what he's actually planning currently. Yeah. And well, deal characters? No, no, that was the last campaign. Apologies. Okay, but what will my character really think about it? I don't... I'm not sure Vasco really... 
is he going to be really like in fear of some I mean, mysterious sleeper? I mean, Chernobyl, sure, but like, if some guy wants to pay him a lot of money to get some artifacts, then sure, that's that's what you do with artifacts, right? You sell yeah. them. I mean, yeah. so, so as, a, as I personally, as an artifact seller, I don't think I like. Yeah, mysterious person. I know nothing about. Well, that basically would be all of them, <laughs> all of the people who buy these things. Like, make me an artifacts roll, please, uh, Tormek. God, only too happy to oblige, Benjamin. Only I can't find it. There we are. <laughs> and yeah, seeing as seeing as um, you've reminded me that Iridium was only interested th- in them as almost like a passing fancy. Um, oh, four successes, well done, Tormek. Um, three so yeah, triggers, you, no you know three triggers. Yeah, now that you know what they are, which I think you worked out a fair while ago. What remind you, Rowan though, please. <laughs> um, Fingerprint. They're, they're what's called a deception matrix. So any biometric lock with that has the um, the scanned okay. hands or the, the scanned biometrics of the person who last you know who who Im- uploaded it as it were. Um, this will fool anything. So that's like pulse DNA fingerprints. Um, oh, but that's all it did. So it, it literally is just for getting past biometric security. Yep, exactly. Okay, exactly. Right, okay. Um, okay. And you know that you normally these are worth around four to six thousand drafts. Oh. Are they keyed to specific fingerprints, or do they whoever, just? Yeah, yeah. Who, whoever programmed them, programmed them with a specific person's biometrics. Okay. And so until that programming is changed, okay. it keeps the same one. So these right, specific okay. ones are particularly valuable because they gain access to a specific precious yeah. place. Okay. So and, you and we also, and you also know, you also know, which is a something extra that I don't think I told you before. They normally only last for. Five hours, the better ones a day tops. <laughs> okay, but but then they recharge, right? It's not like it's now. And then they recharge. Yeah, oh, exactly. Good. We have these ones. It. These ones have been on Vasco for some weeks now. But that, but that's are, irrelevant, right? So it so it should just mean that it's fine for him to take them off. Probably it doesn't mean they're they're ineffective or. It hurt when you took them off. But they were still and charged at the time. No, no. So Vasco's hands are still someone else's currently. Oh yeah. Is this like the future armor? I mean, I think I think it's gonna hurt a lot, but it's not gonna like permanently traumatize me. Um, and uh, depending on what our final decision is, he's either gonna remove them or keep them on at the end of this discussion. I mean, at some point in his life, is he gonna remove them? (laughs) Like, I don't know. He's just waiting frantically for them to finally run out of charge, and they never do. (laughs) He can commit a crime. And no one will know it's him. He's like he's, he's Donald Trump. He's got these tiny little child hands. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. When will I stand back? You could go go into the street and you can you could shoot some shoot someone in downtown New York. You could get away with murder, Vasco. Do it. Yeah, and they and they would still. They like, can't prosecute you because of your hands. <laughs> so I'll 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 yeah I'll relay what the going rate normally is to the others. Um, and the fact that this obviously means that that it's a it's a highly valuable place. What? are the odds that they A, pay us this money, and B, don't then immediately kill us to take it back? What can we do to prevent that, guys? Because, I mean, if we're up against insurmountable odds, do you think they're going to let us go? Mm. We could, that is a good point, and we could essentially, like, have a letter ready for the council, you know, if we got murdered, it was Trigor, Avenger us or something, I don't know. I just don't th- think they're going to do that. Because they would have done it now, right? They already tried. Yeah, they, they would have done Yeah. 
they would have done it now, they would have done it on the train. Even on the train, they did not try to kill us. They only tried to immobilize us so they could steal it from us. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, it would save them the hassle of having to give some guys 150,000, having to take 150 drafts out of the bank and then, like, cashing it in again. I think at this point that there's a glint in Tilmec's eyes, like, guys, are we about to make 150,000 drafts? <laughs> I'm expecting, I am expecting them to pull something on the day, though. Perhaps, ah, uh, only 50,000 drafts, actually, or something like that. What if um, we, what if we, what if we gave them one glove at a time and demanded the cash in instalments, say a third up front, a third after the first glove, a third after the second glove. We don't have any resources to deprive it, deprive them of it, if they uh, get impatient. That's true, but we I'm don't have a whole lot of uh, what's the word um, leverage, mm. and it seems like they know everything. My my inclination would be to hide the other one somewhere and give them a location only once they hand over the drafts, but. Yes, yes. At least then we have some degree of payment in. But I'm sure guarantees. wherever we hide it, they will know. Hmm. But we are doing this then. That that there is a lot of there, and there's one more thing to consider here. Says Tormek. If we had a way of working out where they want to get into, then uh, I for one would much rather see it myself than give it to them. But I suppose we have no way of knowing. Hmm. One assumes that there is a vault, a bunker somewhere that Raglor wants to get into. In the old world. It's the bunker from the last campaign. Maybe, who knows? Mouth is Triglaw. It seems like if we want information from Iridium, we must provide something else, such as information <coughs> that they want. Iridium was not particularly specifically interested in this. They just seemed to like them. It would. I'm sure we can offer him. And then being in the good graces of two powerful figures is... Mm, good graces okay. is a strong word. At least we're not on Pygor's hit list. <clears throat> ben, um, Iridium just saw them, didn't he? He didn't analyse the bracelets. Nope. That we had. How common are they? Like, I've, I know what the going rate is for them, so obviously they're not that rare, correct? Uh, they are... They're not common. Yeah. Um... Not they're not incredibly rare compared to lots of the more exciting artifacts, um, and the fact that actually you know it's more the fact that not a lot of things really use biometrics anymore. Sure. You know, like if you want to steal money from someone nowadays, they're not going to have a fingerprint lock that you want to have to get mm. through. I just wonder or whether a palm we scan could, or anything. I wonder whether we could ask for one hundred and forty thousand drafts and another set of uh, bracelets, and then they're the ones we give to um, thingy. And that, and that saves us the hassle of trying to find them. How much time do we have until this deadline? Uh, I believe it was a was it a week or two weeks until okay. um, the the morning of the thing. I believe it was two weeks. Do we have two any weeks. means of communication with this messenger? No, but you'd imagine they're probably staying somewhere in the city, which outside of the in and out leaves very few places yeah, okay. where they could. Okay, so is that an option? And that way we we don't risk pissing off. Um, Iridium to the extent that he's no longer willing, or they are no longer willing to help. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. So, we, so just for my notes, idea. we've I'm decided to. I'm surprised Tom thought of it. So, uh, we can that again for my notes. We 
we request less money from them, which I'm sure they'll go for, and instead... Well, only a small um, amount less. <laughs> yeah, okay. 6,000. Yeah, sure. And, only 6,000. Um, only 6,000. To be fair, though, if we are given 140,000 drafts, I've no idea what the fuck we're doing with that either. Yeah, so. yeah uh, we'll, we'll figure that out later. In family business. Uh, <laughs> no, I want... Uh, I, I'm almost going to be walking around in, like... Like, think of, like, a person in bubble wrap, but it's just metal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so we, we request um, an alternate set of bracelets in exchange for these ones, plus 140, 145, whatever, and see if okay. they'll go for that. Yeah, that is a smart idea, yeah, and I think y'all will say, well, that amount of money we are, they are giving us, we, well, many of our problems will be alleviated, and if anything, that will help us search for Nitya get other people off of our backs if necessary. I feel like we have no other <coughs> choice. Ben, do banks exist in this world? I'm, mm, I'm not, scared. <laughs> not outside of the protectorate. Fair enough. And it goes without saying, but nobody mentioned... Oh, actually, no, that, that's that's a lie, actually. That's a lie. The, the biggest and the best banks are in Africa. Oh, of course but, they are, yeah. But for your... You know, for drafts, for your purposes... The closest one would be in Justicia. Fair enough. Never mind. I feel like we're just uh, going to get murdered immediately. Exactly. I was about to say, like, we mentioned this to no one. saying that we shall mention this to no one. We shall not flaunt this. We shall gradually invest it. Is there anyone yes. in the bar? In Sh- should we? I'm going to ask Vasco, even Yudvanka. Um. Um. <laughs> well, you I see. Think uh, it's by. I think it's by. No, I, I think even Yudvanka. Yes. Interesting. There is there is glee in Tormek's face now as he faces the, the greatest tech trade of his life. It's like, right, it's a plan. Right, who's going to go and ask, ask for the new terms? By complete accident, Tormek has stumbled upon the mother load. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Tormek, Tormek, with no charisma, has just been, he doesn't have to haggle if the person comes in offering 20 times value. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, this whole bartering thing is easy. Like... <laughs> Okay. Since we've committed to it, Vasco's uh, gonna take off the bracelets right now. Right do, now. Do, do you want some like? Can we can we prepare in any way? Can we? Yeah. Can we get Vasco, Vasco, do you, do you tell people you're taking them off, or do you just throw them onto the table? Should we just wait until Doctor Zergrish like arrives for his, I presume, daily, you know, um, prescription at idea. the bar? So his daily glass of white spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and have I still have I still got a safe somewhere then? You do still have a safe okay. somewhere. Yeah, I'll put. If you get them off, I'll put one of them in the safe, and we hide one somewhere else. Maybe. <laughs> They'll never think of looking in our it... safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a good thing no one else in the party knows where the safe is. <laughs> well, I know, right? Mm. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're going to take them off, are you, Esky? I am. Um, yeah. Sorry. Let me check something. Mm, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Just going to do it. Okay. Um, Vasco, can you please roll me um, toughness and faith? Okay. Toughness. I am going to spend one ego on both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two for toughness and two for faith with two trig- uh, one trigger for toughness and two triggers for faith. Very good. Dangerously, guys, to fail so- in class. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you've endured a lot of hardships in your life, Vasco, and I think those roles reflect that. So you will only take six flesh wounds and four ego damage. 
as you as the bracelets fall off and for the first time you realize that there's sort of been a numbness around your wrists where it's almost as if the the sensation from your hands is converted back into your body's own current as the bracelets come off this ice cold sensation in a very thin band around your wrists suddenly ceases and you look at them for a second and suddenly there's this agonizing wrenching and you try and sort of hold them into yourself and sort of almost ball up around them um the rest of you hear this disgusting sort of damp crunch and see parts of his damp meta- crunch. Yeah. His his phalanxes and metatarsals start to sort of shorten and compress at, at unnerving speed. Um, the flesh around uh, the palms and fingers starts to drain away in weird globules within his skin. Uh, This is possibly one of the most disturbing and painful things that has ever happened to you, Vasco. Uh, It takes probably five to ten minutes for the entire process to finish, during which you're in intense agony. Jesus fucking Christ. And even then, the ache persists, and you find it difficult to close your hands or manipulate anything with any degree of um, precision. Yeah. Hmm. I think um, Pasco is just completely tense this entire time. Uh, there's no, like, screaming or anything, but there is this... His jaw is clamped tight, and there's just the occasional... <laughs> kind of we, noise. We offer and the then, um, at the end, having the, uh, watched all that globular stuff, he probably just throws up in the corner of... Um, where are we now? Your workshop? <laughs> Yeah, you're in the in and out. I think okay. you're in the you're in the drinking room. So don't worry, pal's got a bucket ready. Yeah, I think he sees you sort of like start to hurl and go. Oh, oh wait, here we go. And then he turns back to you and he is glistening with sweat. I think when this starts happening, I um, if Doctor Sergwish is here, I join him in a glass of white spirit. Uh, Doctor Sergwish isn't, but you can join him in spirit. I do. In oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, you you take a shot of whatever pal pours for you. Yeah, what, 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 whatever is the first bottle I come to is uh, what I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take a shot as well, rinse it around the mouth, spit it back out again. I, I give oh, him I just a hearty pat on the back and say, uh, well done, uh, and cheers him. Uh, sorry, was it six flesh wounds? Uh, five. Five. No, I, no, I done no. the ego. I did the ego. Okay. Was it five flesh wounds? I don't know. We'll say five for now. Okay. I'm feeling generous. Five flesh wounds and four ego. Good. That is a strange so. reaction to such heinous intrigue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, I think you sort of stare down your hands and they're sort of twitching and shaking uncontrollably. Um, it, when you take that shot, you sort of have to clamp both of your palms together just to sort of grasp the glass. Hmm. You don't know how long this is going to last for, but you've had these on for quite a while now. Yeah. Uh, well, I've learned my lesson. I will never wear magic bracelets for so long again. <laughs> it's the Aesop's fable we all needed. Did you hear that, kids? <laughs> Write that down. The moral of today's The Genesis story is... <laughs> yes, um, let us discuss the deal with Mr. Cerberus, then. 
uh, when, when, when should we do it? Who wants to volunteer? Let's start. Maybe you should have a little break before you talk to other people. That's why I was asking for a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three of us, the three of us can do it. Excellent. But first, and Tormek takes both of them and scurries away to hide them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Oh yes. Are you are you hiding both in the same place? Or? No. In fact, no. Tormek only takes one and says, "Someone hide that." And and, and yeah. Okay. So Tormek is putting it in his super secret underground safe. Yeah, and there's lots of like comic style looking around, like again, like Mole from Atlantis, like hunched over, <laughs> looking around, like double checking no one's watching him. Puts a rug on top of the safe, like ah, oh, perfect. Like, um, Tormek, can you make? Something that looks similar to these. The bracelet? Mm, how similar? Similar enough from a, a distance. We should hide a few of them. Ah, very clever. Well, uh, rem- correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but I believe that it, this is mistakable for a Germadian uh, sheep bangle thing. So, presumably, they... pretty fucking easy. From a distance, certainly. Yeah, no, I will. Um, should I do that now? Uh, Tomek is very happy to be asked to do a simple smithing task. Yeah. Or okay. crafty task. So for the for the yep, for the crafting, can you make me a craft roll please to see how well you can polish up these sheep bangles? So original. Um, and for the I get I get plus scurrying away. from my thing, I think. From my toolkit. Oh. Oh very good, yes. Go for it then. Very nice. Four successes. Um yeah, you're you're able to polish up and uh, lacquer these um, metal bangles uh, to the extent where they look not up close, but at a distance they look similar to the um, to the uh, the deception matrix bracelets. Mm. Uh, and while you're scurrying away to your safe to hide the real ones, can you please make me a cunning roll, please? <laughs> I can indeed, and because I wasn't thinking about it, I'm not putting any ego on. Uh. Yep, you you notice no one in your cunning uh, little. You you take several wrong turns on purpose to put people off um, when <laughs> Walk you through take the whole this town. to your safe. <laughs> yep, and you're you're so confident that no one followed you. You don't even check to see if there's anyone you know behind you or around or up oh. or down. Well, goodbye, hundred and fifty k. Tormek Tormek locks it away in his safe and gets up and looks around very happy with himself walks back to the group I mean not to the extent where there's going to be like someone standing over the safe as you put in the combination code but you're pretty you're pretty sure that no one followed you and there was no one around to see where you went I've got a smug grin on my face as I as I come back to the group Mm -hmm. which then begs the question of who is hiding the other one and where are they hiding it someone more cunning I will hide it (laughs) I will, I will um, hide it. I will take it to Mordor. Okay. You don't have to tell people where you're hiding it, Yarov. You have to tell me. But um... yeah, My calling is actually pretty good, and I have ego to spare. So I'm going to so I'm gonna spend three ego, and maybe depending on the outcome... I don't know if it will depend on the outcome. Nah. And I think he'll be cunning enough to like not tell anyone. I'll just message you, Ben. I like that. But I'll okay. roll that cunning roll publicly. Yeah, go for it. So... Oh, oh god, what the fuck? Josh, I never yeah. thought your what role would be fuck? overtaken quite so soon. My crown so that is, is gone so... already. <laughs> that, that is eight dice rolled, <laughs> two successes, and five critical failures. You just go failures. into the fucking garden and dig a hole and <laughs> put it in. Yeah. And don't even tap it down t- properly t- afterwards. 
type out your answer for me, Asta, send it to me, and I shall modify it accordingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, so okay, what was I've our plan? That. We take off the bracelet, Why is this all off? and then try and find something of equal value to give to Iridium instead. No. No, uh, we're going to make a deal with the guy to get us some other ones of these, because clearly these are particularly valuable because they're particular finger- fingerprints. Whereas normally they just go for six. And we're just going to try and fob Iridium off <laughs> with something similar. Well, on on the grounds that well, Iridium, they're the same thing. It is the same product, Iridium, unless you yeah. can somehow, which I suppose is, unless Iridium can look at it from a distance and know metadata about it or something, then it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> be, I mean, Ben specifically brought up the the detail that Iridium had not was like you know he wasn't interested in it as a particular yeah, thing that he was this. looking for. Well, he oh, just yeah, happened okay. to like it. Because it was tech. Ah, I see. Okay, sorry. I thought he was interested in, in this specific one. No. But that may be irrelevant now because I think we've got that. Um, no, not entirely. The, that, this, is, this is only basing it off the fact that if you thought you were going to be followed, yeah. the cunning role is to see how aware you were of yeah. that and how well you hid it wherever you hid it, if you see what I mean. So if you weren't followed and no one's looking for it, you're absolutely fine anyway. Yeah, well, we definitely were followed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, I could, I could. Yeah, I mean, to be I mean fair, they know everything else, anyway. but they know. Like, we've only, we don't, they know we're interested in the election. Like we've only just got into the town, and they already know that we're trying to. Who was it that told us to get involved with the election it. again? I can't remember who it was. Yeah, Dranker. What was it? It was your Dranker. Okay. Yeah, Dranker suggested it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um. Vasco is going to be wearing the the replicas when he's like out and about. Um. For the time being, hopefully that'll put them off the scent. Yeah, one like. really astute person notices they're just sheep angles, and Vasco's like, yeah. uh, "It's just the latest fashion, kiddo." <laughs> okay, so what are you gonna do now? You've hidden your bangles. You've got some spares. Uh, now we want to meet with the guy again, don't we? And tell him the the deal. Okay, so the the three of you are going to try and find um, Mr. Cerberus. I, I very much want to say that Tormek stays behind, but earlier we said yes, we'll all go. So yes. Well, <laughs> I, I think it'd be fine if if just Yarov wanted to do it. Or so do I. Catch it, catch but it, it it feels a bit disingenuous to now say I stay in my workshop with my shotgun. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's up to you. But to be fair, I would normally be in my workshop tinkering. I mean, you you, you can suggest ideas without having to be the guy who does it. I mean, but then if you want to do it, that's fine. <laughs> but I don't think it's unnatural to not do it. Uh, what did we dis- what did we say earlier? Did we say we were all going? Yeah, the three of us. Yeah. Fair enough. So I lock up my workshop very well, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, I, and as I'm leaving, I'm like, "Pal, keep an eye on the workshop." Okie dokie. Okay. There, there's not too many other inns and taverns in Dresden now, especially after the Reaper's Arms were mysteriously burnt down. Um, but there's a couple of um, effectively sort of bunk houses. Um, and it's not too difficult to find Mr. Cerberus because he has booked the only single room in one of the uh, the nicer bunkhouses uh, under the name uh, Canis. And as you um, you knock on the door after having asked the uh, proprietor if there's anyone by his description in, the door opens slightly and then fully as he sees the three of you. Oh my... Have you come to a decision already? We would like to propose a deal. Please propose away. Um, uh, so, we would like 
144,000 drafts and an alternate set of these identity bracelets. In nods slowly. That is I'm all. sure this could be amenable, though we will probably not have these new bracelets until closer to the deadline. That is fine with us. Very good then. I shall see you in two weeks. If you should have any other questions, I shall be around. <laughs> I wonder what he does all day. Just like, just sits there looking, I don't know, reading a newspaper, Blouse looking menacingly menacing. out of the window. <laughs> drinks three drinks at once. <laughs> Ooh. Cool. So, you have your acceptance of your deal. What's mm -hmm. on the cards now? What is we, on the cards? We, we, we get politics. back to our usual business of election making. Our day job. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our normal nine to five. And we stroll back happily to the internet and I go into my workshop to do some tinkering. Excellent. Right, on that note then, shall we take a quick five minute break? Yeah. Be back at, say, five past nine and we can get on with the good old fashioned rigging. Perfect. This is what politics used to be like before all that foolish gerrymandering stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to trouble you, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why it sounded so grumpy. It's like doing this podcast that I, I volunteer to take part in every every week. Yeah, the DM the DM is dunked on. It's for me every time, you know, and that's just how it is. But are you saved by the dunk? See, most people who are Dungeon Masters or GMs are known as Forever GMs. Alistair is the only person who is a Forever GM. <laughs> I, I, won't, I can't die. Let me die, God. <laughs> Let's get into some politics, shall we? Mm. As opposed to the rest of the campaign, which has just been fun wacky hijinks the whole time. Oh, so fun. So Forming happy. A train. So light. The Genesis definitely falls under light entertainment, I feel. Hmm. So, <clears throat> we have our three running candidates. Um, Lito, Vavage, and Azulish. Hmm. Who would we like to investigate first? Okay, um, let's, let's investigate Vavic first. Vavage? Vavic? Um, because why not? They're the first in, my, in the list in my notes. <laughs> How are we going to investigate them? That's a good question. I sent, well, uh, what's our angle, lads right? What are we? Are we actually trying to find out anything in particular? Because I appreciate at the end of last session we had a discussion on who to support based on the three-word summary that we'd all recorded. Mm. Uh, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> I didn't I send some people off to like watch their houses, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you found out where they lived, mm -hmm. and you found out their campaign platforms. Um, if you want to find out anything more personal than that, you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. <clears throat> we floated the idea of um, Catalina rummaging through their stuff. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that was. So the big plan <laughs> that, that was, was an option. That, that was certainly an idea. That was that's our big plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> to go through their trap and see what they can throw out. It, it's what people do in the real world. But, but okay, so no, I, I wasn't suggesting that. the bins. I was expecting going into their house. And, I and okay, looking I, at the bins inside their house. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's where the personals are. Yeah, then you don't have to rip the bag. So yeah. I do appreciate that. But what are we looking for that is going to make us want to support or not support someone? Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> well, I'm looking for leverage so that whoever we do support, we have leverage. That that is basically the whole point, right? We're just trying to find blackmail material. <laughs> that's Vasco Dangle. I don't know about you guys. I mean, presumably, wouldn't wouldn't we be more interested in finding dirt on the people we're trying to ruin, thus making our horse? So no, this is the difference between us. You see. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Hey, that this was wrong talking. I mean, about. I'm doing like this is part of the character. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to find the the optimal solution to this problem. I'm just trying to do what Vasco would do, and what he would do is want to have leverage over the guy who's eventually in bar. Oh, that is wise. You see, you're just one step ahead of me, Vasco. Tormek's too basic. Definitely not Rowan. Tormek. <laughs> so we essentially want to identify what candidate would cause us the least problems if they took over, and then find something to blackmail that person with, once they're in power anyway. Potentially. I mean, it's a multifaceted problem, isn't it? <laughs> We've got the problem of how do we get the guy into power in the first place, um, and then yeah, you're, you're thinking the problem of game. choosing... The problem of choosing who to do. Oh, um, um, of course, it's uh, it's obviously the um, you know the Democratic Party's strategy of ballot drops. That's what we're going yeah. to be doing. <laughs> well, it could be part of it. Um, yeah, um, I've actually got uh, like ten thousand uh, blank uh, voting cards just in my room, and we can, we can exactly. we can write them out. Um, <clears throat> you know, I can pretend to do other people's handwriting, and uh, we can we can fill those out easy. Well, we need to ship loads of people in from. Um... Lead nets. It will be like that, um, <laughs> that crackpot documentary that came out like a year ago about ballot drops. Is it lead nets? I can't remember the town. That's other word. No, that's a biscuit. Yeah, anyway. Lead nets. Yeah. Lead is a biscuit. Isn't it from lead nets? <laughs> There's no biscuit from lead nets. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're, we're getting off topic. <laughs> but I could go with Choco lead nets round about now. <laughs> and that's how they failed to rig the election because they were. <laughs> we went on an excursion to lead nets to buy lead nets. Vote for lead nets. Vote for lead nets, <laughs> guys. Is this what we were doing? <laughs> Try law for vice president. Are we forgetting something? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we haven't answered the question. So, um, yeah, I mean, we can try and organise a situation where I can break into someone's home and try and find something with which to blackmail them. But that isn't just a case of, you know, we wait for them to go out for the day and uh, I go in through the window. Probably there has to be something more substantial to it than that. Could be. You never know. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, it could work, couldn't it? Let's be real. <laughs> um, is, 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 is that our plan? A bit of actual, as this conversation is happening, Thormek feels a little bit paranoid and he goes and checks his safe. That is, that is real. This is the same day, you realize. Yeah, literally, Thormek's like, already, I'm like, oh, I'm just, this has never happened before. Thormek's never had so much money sitting in there. Maybe uh, this is why this is why you fail your cunning roll, right? Because, I mean, oh, when yeah. you first hid it, like, it was actually fine, but then you kept going back to the same place. To check <laughs> yeah, yeah, I came back every five minutes. No, I, 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 next time yeah, in my yeah. workshop, I want to check it based it's on this still, conversation. Still definitely in there. Fair. I okay. sigh with relief. There and is then no look around again and it's <laughs> between Leibniz and Leibniz. 
<laughs> the biscuits are you, actually Josh. named after Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, who was a famous person from where the factory is located. There we go. Mm. And with wow. that information, Tormek is satiated <laughs> and locks away the bracelet. Apologies, I just wanted to put a full stop at the end of that. Uh, at the end of that um, open sentence, we have we have closed that segue, and we sh- and we need yeah. never return. Um. Okay. Well, does Yarav want to suggest a the um, lawful good plan? Yeah, just talk to them or something. Incorporate. Okay. What the fuck? And <laughs> that never occurred to me. <laughs> They'll probably be like talking to quite a few people, you know, because they want people's votes. They're going to be out there campaigning, one presumes. So you can just, like, catch them in the street, Alistair is assuming. Yeah, that's a reasonable. Yeah, actually, it'd be good to, like, talk to them and, and also get a... Do a charisma check on them. Yeah. <laughs> see what, what they're like. Do some kind of check. See if they actually believe what they're... Roll playing. some dice. Okay. So, yeah, our plan is to roll some dice, Ben. Act like you a voting to... member of the public. You want to roll some dice... In my good role-playing RPG. How do they feel about independent businesses in Bersden? I see. Very well. Uh, So who do you want to talk to first? Let's go Vavage. You want to go Vavage. Very good. Who is the one Um, that we were most pro, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, as you you head to Vavage's house, it's uh, probably just after lunch. And you can see his house is over by the fields. Um, as you head there, you see him sitting outside with a few uh, other f- other friends, family members perhaps, all um, sort of sweating from toiling in the fields and enjoying a, a cool drink um, and some food outside in good company. Um, you can almost immediately tell which one is Vavage uh, because he is um, holding everyone else in the group, in uh, in his sway, he, you know, he is a charismatic orator, and he, he seems to be telling some sort of amusing story at the moment. Um, and then, when I took it out of the barrel, it wasn't there anymore, and like everyone falls around laughing. Um, yeah. uh, and at that point, he sort of looks up and he, he sees you. This is a um, a large man. He's not quite sort of Vrovich bear type uh, type of, of, st- of stance, but um, this is a man who's um, not used to being looked down on, shall we say. Uh, mm-hmm. Excuse me, friends, you look a little bit out of place here. Can I <laughs> help you at all? Hello. Uh, we were just wandering by and thought we'd stop for a chat, since your name was going around town so much. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that, but um, by all means, if there's anything I can do to help the citizens of this city, then... Uh, Please, let me help in my humble way. Hmm. So, you have spent uh, most of your life here? Were you born here? Uh, yes. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, this was going to be a genealogy. <laughs> uh, my mother is in the house. I can fetch her if you want to the family history. That's not necessary. <laughs> I was just... We're just doing a bitch from the local paper, you see. <laughs> you know, I've always thought Dresden could do with the paper. Something, you know, like those big fancy cities in, like, Justicia. No, yeah, Dresden is like... <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was Josh going goblin mode, I think. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, uh, but, yes, I have been here ever since I was a child. Uh, so, this whole situation with the blockade around 
the city. I do not think it could last so long. It's such an inconvenience. What do you think? It's a pointed question. He looks around. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Wow. He, he looks around a little bit. I can mm-hmm. see you are all uh, people of enterprising natures. Yes, do not think I do not know who you are. I uh, have heard of your return, and I think I know why you are here. And I think you will be pleased to know that I am not a fan of uh, this blockade that has been imposed on us. How are you going to cut through the red tape of this <laughs> council stalemate? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. With a um, microphone. In my head, you're wearing like a leather coat no. and a trilby. These <laughs> unelected bureaucrats. Yeah. The reality is that the Rolnik run this city. They may not be the richest man to man, woman to woman, but we produce all of the food. We extract all of the water from the wells. We build all of the houses. If we were to remove our labour, then Evie and her cronies would soon find themselves out of money, mm. and the soldiers would find themselves out of food. Yeah, you guys, you guys look around, and I'm not there, and I'm with the crowd, and I shout, oh, "That's damn right!" <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, interesting. And you, you can see. Probably quite plainly where I am from. What do you think of matters of justice? So it used to be that it was the council themselves who always decided, and then I was allowed some input. What did you think of that? I think every citizen is entitled to have some say in their government. Hmm. And that we can agree. Are there any other further questions? Only I have hmm. to get back to the fields. <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't want to keep you. Um is there anything else we should ask? Um so what, what what blackmail material do you have on you? Tormek <laughs> wants to ask about Tormek actually wants to ask about his plans for mechanization. Do it. But, <laughs> Absolutely well, do but, it. Well, remind me, in the description we had from other people, was it that he wants like industry to succeed or something? What was the actual original I mean to cut through the crap, he's you know, bog standard sort of socialist. You know, he want he wants as many people as possible to be well looked after, and he wants, um, you know, Dresden, the city, uh, the the people of the city to do well, effectively. Nah, mate, that sounds was, evil. Um, was Vorjek? Will you nationalise sausages? <laughs> <laughs> was Vorjek like that? Uh... Vorjek was, but he was much older and much more cynical. Hmm. Okay. So he was. From your very basic understanding of the politics of Dresden, he was trying to play the other councillors to make sure that there was no one councillor or group of councillors that had too much control. And then look what happened when he stopped doing that. Well, um, did you did you want to ask? Oh, did you, did you already ask? Mechanisation. Mechanisation. What are your plans for <laughs> mechanisation? The chair screaming at face. Of course, we in the fields, the farmers, the. Shepherds, everyone in Dresden appreciates the work of our uh, local smith. He gestures towards Tormek. I go bright red. <laughs> but alas, one man cannot keep up with the demands of an entire city. We hope when the blockade is lifted to attract new and uh, skilled engineers into our 
humble town by offering them accommodation and prestige and the chance to work on something truly worthwhile. Fair enough. I can't think of anything else. Very good. Now, if I can offer you some food, as I said, my mother is inside. She can uh, help you to some stew, some bread, perhaps. You know what? I think I will dig you up in your offer. Um, I will do that. Yeah. Maybe just chat to the family a bit, you know? Yeah. You head inside, and it's quite a humble house. Um, And there's an older woman, long black hair, um, slightly strange clothing, a little bit sort of... um, Less woven and more animal hide and dyed. Um, but she looks happy enough to see you and says, I see my son has been offering our meager rations out to waifs and strays again. <laughs> but please, <laughs> you are in my house and I welcome you. A waif and stray I am. But you know what? Uh, I think waifs and strays might do a bit better if you were elected. I think you are right. But then I am a mother. And so I'm, I'm biased in such things. <laughs> you allowed your own political opinion. Um, yeah, eat this too. Come on, please have some of this borscht. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think Yavov yeah, um, will try to be as friendly as possible with the family, get on their good graces, yeah. basically. Because yeah, Yavov. Yeah, yeah, this is his candidate. He wants to be as friendly as possible. Make me a... Hmm. Make me a... F- Focus roll. Focus. Cool. This will sort of be in place of just bog standard intelligence. One success. No botches, though. One, no botches. As you're eating and chatting, everyone seems quite friendly. But it does strike you as a little bit odd. This type of meal is not the standard fare of most labourers um, in Dresden. You favour sort of more Germanic style with dumplings and, and you know, a little bit of pepper. This is quite heavily flavoured with paprika and is of um, a sort of uh, more goaty than beef. Mm. So, so it's like Hungarian or something? I don't know. Something mm. a bit more yeah. like that, yes. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll just like comment, hmm, I'm not sure I've tasted these kinds of flavours um, in a stew uh, in, in Dresden before. Is it this a is special what, family a- recipe? This is the best it, hedgehog screw I've ever had. <laughs> oh, this is a, an old family recipe, yes. Hmm. Well, where can I get more? Where's, where's it come from, if I'm allowed to ask? Oh, I made it myself. <laughs> All right. Um, he has been defeated in conversational combat. <laughs> Keep your secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Well, uh, I, th- I think possibly, he possibly says as he's like going up to leave, um, if you ever, if you ever want any advice in matters of the law, then the door of the in and out is always open. <laughs> what a statement! Which is a yep. statement and a half when you have to like step over, you know, uh, burn husks <laughs> to get to Yaov's hovel. Forgive an old lady her um, foibles, but I pray I never need to cross mm. that doorway. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess he would specifically say that to Vavich, Vavich as well, like, you know. Well, it is always good to have a judge on your side. Cool. Anything else you want to ask, pry into, steal? <laughs> just like Skyrim style, style, just like steal straight from mm. under the monster. Yeah, that exhaust <laughs> all dialogue options, then steal everything as you walk out. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
you just spot Yao of like making a save file, and it's like, good lord, what is he about to do? <laughs> cool. Okay. Who next? Who's next on my list? That is Leto. Definitely, who is definitely not a fascist. Leto. Okay. Um, Leto resides in the um, not quite artisan quarter, but sort of you know, uh, shoemakers, clothiers, um, carpenters. That kind of that kind of region. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you find him, he's exactly. Uh, when you find him, he is um, sitting in a, a small workshop. Um, he appears to be hunched over a desk. Uh, everyone around the room seems to be making something slightly different, but they're all very intricate. Um, and as you walk up to him, he says, "One moment, please." And there, and he sort of sits up, and you can see he's got. Um, magnifying goggles on. And I think, Tormek, you're particularly impressed to see in front of him is a watch, uh, an old watch, that he has been disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling. Uh, forgive me, uh, how may I help you? Um, we just wanted to stop by for a chat since your name was going around town. He's going to say this to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see you have heard of me. Hmm. This is uh, gratifying, though uh, perhaps a uh, little unusual, given that you are clearly not one of our clan members. Mm-hmm. No, but um, I think uh, the decision of your clan affects everyone in Dresden, including us small business owners. <laughs> well, I am glad to see that you are so engaged in local politics. Not all of the other members of the city are quite so uh, interested as you are. Well, I think they should be, since, well, politics is happening all around them. We need to be more careful these days, I think, as well, given the dangers surrounding our town. Oh, so careful. If uh, the attacks of the last week, last few weeks have been anything to go by, we must be more prepared than ever. Hmm. So, uh, I presume that's what you're going to be focusing on. Um, arming people? Aiming people? For the greater good? If we had had a properly prepared militia, someone with real guts able to lead them, then the savages that attacked our gates would have had not a chance. But as it was, they stormed through half the city, burned down many of our important civic structures, and left us under this almost tyrannical rule. I think we cannot allow that to happen again. Not when Dresden has so much potential. So much to expand into. Hmm. So you want to make... Well, so you want more areas to be under the direct control of Dresden? Look around you, man. No one else is in this region. Hmm. Our closest neighbours are barely a trading post, and we are surrounded by forests and fields that go untended. Hmm. Yes, yeah, I... Let's say I think there are many judges back in the Protectorate who share the same kind of mindset. You do. Ah, judges. Judges I can get behind. They know the rule of law. They know the importance of order. And the more people following the, their orders, the more meaningful they, the laws themselves become. So I assume justice will be a top priority if you were to succeed in the election. Of course. Though uh, I will pick you up on one point, my good friend. The law is important no matter how many people believe in it or follow it. The laws of the land are there for everyone's good and everyone's protection. If one person or a hundred thousand follow it, the laws are sacrosanct. Hmm. 
we will be looking for a uh, more involved representative than the erstwhile Miss Kastner to be taking that position. Hmm. Well, as you may know, I've I've lived in this town for a while now. Got to know quite a lot of its inhabitants. I didn't think I'd initially stay, but something about it compels me. It is a city in dire need of just that. It is, my friend. That it is. Hmm. As you've been having this conversation, uh, Yarov, you have a strange feeling you've seen this man before somewhere, hmm. but you okay. can't quite put your finger on it at the moment. You okay. may have to come back to that. Always in the far right of your field of vision. <laughs> mm. Jesus. Yeah, so Yarov is cozy, cozy basically, yeah, he's cozying up to this guy just in case he wins, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. Um. It is It is quite tight between Lito and Vavage at the moment, from what you understand. If I play all the sides, then I can't lose. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your opinion on the current state of the council? They spend so much time fighting with one another that they cannot see the threats outside of their own walls. How would you cut through the red tape? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I mean, uh, (laughs) Lucia seems quite content with her position. And, um, well, Evie as well. She does. And thanks to Evie's donations... She has been able to arm her little band as well. But that's what they are, a little band. Barely more than a hundred or so. How can they compare to the thousand-strong army of the Rolnik? If she will not see sense, then we shall just have to make her. You think just normal people are going to stand up to trained militia? If you can call them trained... They've shot at targets and stabbed wooden dummies. But the Rolniks, they work in the land, in here. There are those of us with the skills, and he um, picks up some of his fine tools to provide our men and women with proper equipment. And there are those with the strength to wield them. As I look around the workshop, can I see his workshop from here? or? So this right. is a sort of uh, uh, a group of... Workbenches, so yeah. it's, it's almost like a communal workspace. There oh, are lots of sort of communal. Space. I see. Effectively, yeah. There's there's lots of sort of communal larger tools, um, and a, and but each desk has its own set of specialist tools for whatever it is the person's yeah. making. Can I, can I tell either by the state of his hands or the kit or whatever? Is is he? Because obviously at the moment he's doing something that is nowhere near that. Is he capable or these tools capable of actually arming people, or is he just talking out of arse? If you, uh, in this room, oh definitely, in this room there's stuff for metalworking and all of that kind of stuff, you know. He himself, you look at some of the tools, if you were being really cynical, some of them could be used to create explosives with the right kind of uh, attitude. Oh my god, okay, okay. Also Ben, I want to look at his hands. Are they working man's hands or are they... Uh, these are not hands. working man's hands. Okay. These are these are hands more used to fine work. Okay, so he's not been making armor. He's just been uh, talking about the requirement for it. Yeah, basically. So this may be irrelevant, but highly relevant in Tormek's mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Oh, that, that that previous question. I thought you were going to ask something else. Oh no, sorry, just that. Just like, like if he hasn't done it himself, then he's an arsehole, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and finally. Unless you have anything else for Mr. Lito? Um, 
I'd probably en- engage him a bit about what he's working on. Like, why does, why is he interested in? Why is he working on that watch? Is he a craftsman or something? Um, if I were to wax political about it, I would say that a well-functioning city should be precisely like a finely balanced watch, each part relying on the next and perfectly placed. However, in reality, I merely enjoy the stimulation of fitting together an antique and seeing it all spring to life with a click. How has your trade been since uh, all of this trouble in the city? I'm surprised you still have a market. I must confess this is more of a hobby for me at the moment. Uh, Politics has been uh, my main concern, even before our great uh, Vrovic uh, stepped down. Vrovic, not Vrovic, sorry. That's someone else entirely. That's all right. I didn't realise Well, as, 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 yeah. as, 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 I didn't. I didn't realize going into it that I just do this in the conversation. But it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> cool. And finally, you head to Azulis. Uh, <laughs> she's on the outskirts of town, more I, than the other two. I, so we were just wandering by. Uh, we we heard your name going around town so much. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, appears to be um, running a daycare for some of the smaller children. Um, Forgive me, my son is here, and um, I thought it was my turn to look after some of the children while the others work in the fields. Uh, Please forgive the noise, but um, we can talk as we may. Mm. Uh, That's a shame what happened to the city, and what happened to... uh, Just as you... uh, Vojek. Vojek. That's a shame what happened to Vojek. It really is. He was such a wise and caring man. But, um, alas, everything has its season. I myself was grateful for letting, um, for the council letting me decide on matters of justice, which I think is vitally important to the running of any city. Would you agree? Oh, certainly. I thought your ruling, uh, was it, it must have been months ago now, but still so fresh in my mind. Harsh, but fair. Mm. We cannot allow people like that in our cities. Exactly. And, well, I just wanted to reintroduce myself after all the events that have happened. I am once again here, once again, ready to preside over these difficult cases. Well, I do look forward to working with you in the future, then. She says, smiling. Hmm. These children must have a future, and for that to happen, difficult decisions must be, must be made. It is a sad fact, but one we, we must contend with. Children are the most important thing we have. I fear, I would fear for them with the current methods decided on by Lucia. It seems like this place is turning more into a playground of a despot, you ask. I think that the day in their current positions have done exactly what we would do. They have made a hard decision, and it has been harsh, but it has been for our protection. Mm. I might have to request um, we <laughs> uh, move towards the end of the session. 
because I cannot contribute much more. My brain is my brain is just completely like stopped. James is just James is slowly sinking into the floor. I can't go on. He didn't realize how like I have cracked the cyanide capsule. James, if you're being held against your will, blink twice, and then tell us you blink twice. No, I don't think Yarov had anything else to mention. Um. Specifically, I look around her workshop. Okay. So I assume you've you've also had your um your little minions looking into their backgrounds. Yep, I presume yeah. Vasco and Catalina <coughs> would have got their minions to do that. Okay. Yeah. To to expedite things slightly, then, for the sake of James's brain, <laughs> um, you realize. Uh, Yarov, where you've seen Leto before. He was a regular at the Reaper's Arms. Um, Though, unlike you, he never seemed to be doing very well. (laughs) It would appear that he owes several less scrupulous people uh, a fairly large sum of money, which he is desperately trying to pay off and keep hidden before the election. Um, Vavich is seems, at first, to be as upright and pure as his claims. However, his mother and father are from Balkan, from the Balkans, and he didn't actually arrive here until he was a teenager. So, okay. yeah, well, but actually did get to the heart of the matter when he said... Yeah, yeah, he did. And if you'd, if you'd asked any more questions, it might have unraveled. I'm but... easily intimidated. <laughs> I was just going to and see if I could find something. <laughs> Just remind me then. As soon as I get any pushback on anything, I'm like, okay, let's back off. <laughs> R- remind me then. For the in this in this town, is that a deal breaker? The fact that he's not from here, he wouldn't be allowed to stand. Okay. Oh, correctly. Okay. And Ajilish, um is seemingly um, honest. However, it would appear that Evie and Lucia have on several occasions been seen meeting with her. Yeah, that's fair. That checks out. Well, this this sounds like a goer for um for our man the socialist. Yeah, easiest to control because and um... easiest to control. Yeah. So okay, so what if we if we were say to like disadvantage Lito, what we do right is be like spread the word to as yeah, many. I mean, just just we can just spread rumors. We can just spread rumors. That, yeah, it's yeah. like he he's in debt. He's actually gonna. He's gonna be easily blackmailed. You know, he can't be trusted. All that how, kind of how stuff. Could, how can a man who thinks he's a businessman be so much in debt and then go on to become? The I, I, can't, the I could States not imagine America. anyone <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> um, okay, so if if our, if average is our man, which I would advocate for, then we could also spread rumors about Agilish about being in the pocket of Evie and Lucia don't necessarily have everyone's best interest in mind. Yeah. Okay, so I don't I don't know how we will play that. Um, Do we just like tell our minions to spread rumors? If bear, if, if thanks. Let's finish one point. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just gonna say if that is if you're sure that is the route you want to take. Um I mean so everyone everyone else here, Josh, um Rowan, Hello. um what what and Z, what do you think? I was gonna say if if um if Vavik gets elected, but then it comes out that he wasn't actually from here. Then would that annul 
he would be yeah, ejected from the council. Yeah. Okay. So we so keep that, that one be... under wraps, and we tell our okay, minions so to keep that one good. under wraps. And, and also, I mean, the, I, I can't say this speaking as Tormek, because Tormek would not think this, but as soon as our man in debt becomes leader, we can assume that that debt's going to run out, because he will gain wealth somehow. So that dirt stops working, whereas the dirt of the crime True. of not having been born here is eternal. Okay. <laughs> Some crimes are eternal. Sometimes you're turn on, like being born. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would be interesting to see if any part of his platform is to do with um, remission from debt, because with characters, <laughs> because with characters drawing from um, you know real life examples, uh, typically people with his sort of politics tend to have some sort of populist plan, like freedom from debt, as part of their manifesto to win people over. Because there's typically a lot of people who are in quite dire straits, and that's usually quite a good bargaining chip. So if he's sort of advocating a sort of wipe the slate clean sort of thing, oh, isn't it convenient that that seems to benefit him personally, and also put him in charge? Can we have a detailed read of their manifesto? Yeah, Ben, what's his... Yeah, let's go on his website. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, actually each of them have a a big gravestone type of thing, uh, with their manifesto Ah, the Leto stone. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so if he's talking about, um, you know, shaking things up and reorganising society to be ready for the next attack, everybody needs to have their place. It's a big shake-up of the social system. I'm sure there's a way to work in, you know, if he's if he's in debt and he's proposing to... I, th- I feel like this isn't something Catalina would suggest, but I think that it's something that in conversation other people could think of. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a way to do it that isn't just... Um, Minion spreading rumours, if it could be a bit more targeted. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. Whatever works. I don't know. Okay, so, so Ari Lito's dead. It is quite a large sum of money. And doubtless he might be able to pay it off. Do we know where that debt came from? Like, is he a gambling addict or something? Gambling yeah. debt, yeah. Uh, Gam- gambling like... debt, but your sources have been unable to find out who he owes this debt currently. Changes every week. Well, do we know, does he publicly play, or is this like a, does he go out with a pair of dark glasses on and a fake nose? He, given the demise of the um, Reaper's Arms, and knowing that he doesn't come to your establishment, he, you assume he is playing elsewhere. Oh, well, is there a, an underground gambling if ring only that there you was don't know about? Some way to <laughs> discover, if we had someone who could potentially work to discover the underground gambling ring and find out more specifics to bring this person yeah, down. Yeah, if only. I can't think of any. No, shame we don't have anyone who could convincingly masquerade as a gambling addict. Yeah. Slash destroy him and thus put him in... <laughs> Who's recently come into a lot of money to meet the excessive buy-ins. Hmm. Oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Alright then, I will do it. If I have to gamble. (laughs) I will. His his pupils are wide. (laughs) But I I, I, I think it's possible that um, with our connections, one of us would know the sort of people to ask about that sort of thing and be, you know, directed to a person who knows a person who knows a person who has a friend that knows a person that plays in the game. Frankly, the, the fact that that's not happening in a private room at ours is... Yeah, if anything, it's quite embarrassing. need to sort out. Yeah. That should be fully <laughs> our jurisdiction. I say and our, uh, then if there is a buy-in, um, yeah, like, Yarov could very well get into the game. And, like, you know, he, he does that shit for fun as well, right? He, like, he genuinely do, likes yeah. it. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I'm actually find out who it. he's getting the money from and who he owes it to. And don't gamble with your future. 
that could be our uh, <laughs> our attack ad against uh, <laughs> Leto, a, 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 a grainy photograph of him, yeah. um, like at a, a like a a Spitalian's bluff table. <laughs> Okay. Is that something that can conceivably be resolved before James melts? Or would this um, be one place that we think? I think it might have to be rolled. I was made. thinking you were going to say that. Oh, we're going to have to do the Casino <laughs> Royale scene with um, all of the shady, wealthy people around the table. And, um, yeah. you know, Leto at one end, um, crying blood for some reason. Crying blood, and, yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, Yarov yeah. at the other. Yeah, and then and then Yav gets cock and ball tortured at the end of the night. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the episode we're you, all waiting You also for. get poisoned, and um, I get poisoned. You have to, just for a bit. and you have to eat yeah. an entire salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> Blast and all. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so you're you're currently planning to find out where Leto's secret. Um, meeting place, mm. his gambling places, and work out who his debts belong to. Mm-hmm. Um, are you planning anything else for Azilish or Vavich? I think um, one target at a time. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much we can do with Vavich. Well, we could, um, we could try some sort of... How can we help him? We we're, trying to to, we're trying to boost yeah, him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how, how can we boost about him? Is it, isn't he winning anyway? Just about. Yeah, uh, so how can we help? Yeah, I think he... Yeah, he is very close between he and Lito in just in the... I mean, there are no official polls, but... The word on the from street. The word on the street. Yeah. Um, how if, how I mean, could we boost it? I mean, we could... We, we could... Okay. <laughs> we could, uh, I don't know, instigate some sort of... Some sort of altercation where which forces which makes Lucia like go too far and, and in clamping down or something and like, showing the brutality of it. Go for the that, that, could, that could help any alternative though, yeah. not just his alternative. What if we like? Are we are we intent on um, staying our hand, or can we literally just publicly support him and put up banners and be like, "Hey, vote for him and get a free pint." I, I think that <laughs> would be. That. Mm. Or are we trying to be subtle? I, I think we. I think we want to be subtle. Right? I will repair your tractor for free if you vote for the person you're already going to vote for. I, I, I don't. Farmer. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> since since we're not part of the Warner clan, we should definitely do that. Yeah, Fair they enough. might see it as external people trying to influence their election. Yeah, that would be wrong. <laughs> How terrible! That, that, would, that would be wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, you say it would boost both of them, but then if we're gonna knacker the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and also, it would show that like the, that the Leto is the guy who wants more. You know, he's doing it for himself. Militaristic, more or more law and order, and then if we demonstrate, no, I think that is what very easily backfire. I, I think I if we that logic. try and do that, it's definitely going to fail. Absolutely, we'll yeah. be trying it. I, I, yeah. What if, if he's all about his mechanization, I, I realize I very often offhandedly say I fix a tractor as like my community engineering thing. Is there some great lack then in, in, that I could actually help with? In which case, would it be worth talking to him and being like, you know, do you want to make a deal and literally just doing work for him for the agricultural masses? Or is that... It's the classic thing that there are. A large number of the people currently work in the fields and on the farms to produce enough food for the city. Yeah, so that number would be yeah that number would be drastically reduced, and the amount of land that could be turned into agricultural use would vastly increase if the number of mechanization units were 
things to us. Yeah. So it's, I mean, is is the is the climate of the moment such that you know? And do we do we even is there is there broken crap lying around that I can fix up if they wanted that? And then it you know he gets to say, look, look, I'm helping increase mechanization, and that might help him. Uh, you on your own, possibly not. You would. There would have to be a large investment in bringing scrap to Dresden to be able to create those things. Yeah. But for for that sort of scale. Fair. Mm. Um, I, I, Alistair thinks like the best tool we have for supporting one candidate is bringing down the others. <laughs> shall we? Shall we? Yeah, well, because realistically, leave on the. If you're, yeah, so uh, just like realistically, if you know, there's uh, Azulis who is you know more of the same. If you're gonna vote for the person who's gonna shake things up, and then that person is discredited, you probably they prop that person probably wouldn't switch their vote. To more of the same, they would go to the other person who was showing, who was purporting to change things, right? Mm. Probably. Can we, um, can, <laughs> can one of you druggies set a spy to, um, to listen to Azulej to see if she has any more meetings so that we can gather more dirt on what's actually being said? Do you even have people capable of that? Um, Me. Yeah, I feel like that would. Well, if you want, if you want more than what we've already got, it would have to be one of us, right? That's the sort of narrative. Lord, no, I, I, so my job is I, James, I think how, you'll find that's metagaming so. I, I, I sneak in and hide in a wardrobe in the room where they have their meeting and um... <laughs> in the room where it happens because I'm tired Ben, I, I get meta when I'm tired <laughs> <laughs>